What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are we today? Hoping alive. Alive and healthy. It's real, real innovative, <laughs> GP. <laughs> Feeling very original today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's good. To, it's good to see you. Uh, are you going to be around it's this afternoon? It's not the same. I don't care what you think. It's not the same. I said it differently, so and that's how I feel. That's most yeah. Are, are you going to be around this afternoon? Probably for a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I probably okay. work something. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. By the way, you have a very nice ceiling fan, by the way. It's a Oh, fantastic. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Seeing as how that's that's really all I can see is your ceiling fan and and then oh, really? your your hat. Yeah. So, this morning, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about. And yesterday we didn't do a morning show and the reason we didn't do a morning show is because there was really nothing going on outside of politics. And we don't like to talk about politics on the morning show. We like to talk about other things. And we were so entwined and and wound up in all of the political stuff that we just didn't do a morning show. So normally we would, but yesterday was just the exception, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to talk about football and the Kardashians. I just wasn't going to do it. I mean, I don't care about football and I don't care about those wastes of human DNA. Okay, so I mean, GP, you're looking at me like like I'm crazy, like I should care about those things. I don't. I don't do, care okay. either. Yeah, all right. You don't care either. All right. So we're, we think is one. We think is one. <laughs> this morning, though, space. Not space cockroaches, GP. Not space cockroaches. We're not talking okay. about that. But hmm? interesting discovery. <laughs> it could be space co- It could be yeah. space cockroaches, but not from us. Not from us. Oh, as long as it's not Actually, from us, I'm fine. It's still technically from us because it's a satellite. Okay, all right. All right. It's a satellite, but it's doing scientific research. It's not trash. It's not junk. It's not pollution. Mm-hmm. It's doing scientific it research. <laughs> it will be in the future. Yeah, but it's how yeah. far in the future? A week? Uh, a couple of years. Oh, great! That's awesome. Okay, more well, space that's not, junk. That's we not suck. the point. But yeah, but it's not going to be here. It's going to be out around Jupiter. So we've detected. Oh, so we litter there now. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, we did burn it. We did burn up one in, an, in Jupiter's atmosphere here fairly recently, a few years back. Oh, that is great. You know, could you imagine just being, you know, some life form on Jupiter and hanging out? Do we even know? And you're like, oh, my God, our neighbors suck. Do we even know? earthlings litter. Do we even know that there's life on Jupiter? Do we even know that? Okay, what define life? That we, as we know it? I don't know. Well, I mean, we know carbon life based life form? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Because Jupiter probably does not have a a ground as we know it. Um, it might at its core, but we don't know because it's a gas giant. So it's theorized that it's um, essentially it's a bunch of gas that didn't form uh, large enough to create enough heat to create a star. So that's basically what Jupiter is. There's essentially a reaction going on right now. It is hot on Jupiter. There's a lot of radiation that's emitted, but it didn't get big enough to turn into a star. So what is unique about Jupiter that we've discovered? So uh, there was a radio transmission uh, discovered by Juno um, on the moon of uh, Ganymede, I believe, or Ganymede or Med or uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that one of the moons. And the radio signal 
But, you know, scientists are saying it's probably just a natural function or whatnot. It's probably not an ET emission or anything. Could easily be something from us and it's just refracting or it could also be given the the frequency that it's at. I believe it's like seven megahertz or something like that. It could easily be radiation being emitted from Jupiter interacting with some material on the moon or something and, and causing a, a, a radio transmission or a reflection, if you will. So there's a lot of ways to explain what happened. But nonetheless, it was a pretty strong transmission that we've seen. Looks like uh, above 35 decibels above background um, emissions. So fairly loud, if you will. Um, uh, what could that emit- mean? What, what could that mean? Like I said, it, it it could easily mean just some kind of interaction with Jupiter. Jupiter has a strong gravity. I mean, there could be any number of things that happen there. Honestly, really nothing as far as what it could mean. It, it it's another opportunity for us to observe what happens in the natural natural world. What to look for, if you will, on other planets or moons or, or what have you. Uh, something that we can narrow down or or eliminate in our process of looking for intelligent life. That's something that, you know, we, we've seen something that uh, helps us narrow down that this isn't narrow, um, intelligent life that did this. It was, it was just a quick burst of... Um, so either it was a very low-powered uh, emission or uh, in comparison, or it was um, naturally occurring. So you're saying it's, it's not gray-skinned space people. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, it's probably not. See, Juno at the time was flying at 111,000 miles per hour. Is that um, but Yeah, that, that's it's all a bit, it was at It's a bit time. limited, don't you think? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit slow, yeah. And it picked up the radio transmission, uh, which at the speed it was traveling and everything, it's probably estimated at being um, the, the source of the transmission was probably about 155 miles I, I don't know if this is in size or distance from. I'm I'm gonna say based on what they're saying, it's size, um, which is you know, uh, in other words, it, it would have to be a large ship. We would see it. In other words, so I see. It'd be as big as a moon. I see. You know, when we start talking about that space stuff, it just I I, I don't know. I mean, because we've been covering in the various weeks about all of this. Um, you know, radio signals and stuff like that. Doesn't that pique your curiosity just a little bit? I mean, to me, when you hear that, now I I know that we kind of disseminate them as to what it could be, but to the average person out there that hears that, don't you think that they would automatically think aliens or something? I mean, obviously that's, I mean, it's not what it is, but don't don't you think that's what people would think it would be? Well, um, the government, uh, the government being uh, the United States government has said, yeah, aliens exist. Or, or excuse me. Have they actually said that? UFOs exist. And there's some unidentifiable, unexplainable events that are not really unexplainable. Look, we have materials that didn't originate from our neighborhood, as in our part of the galaxy. We have uh, videos and uh, like radar, infrared, all that kind of stuff of ships that aren't Earth-based because there's no society that has the infrastructure to create what we've seen Otherwise, we would be seeing it in society, in everyday life in those locations, because the the billions and billions of dollars that would uh, be required to have those infrastructures, you would see it. And, and, you know, so in other words, in America, we don't even have the infrastructure to produce what we've seen uh, is basically what was what was going on. And nobody else here on, on the planet has that. So they're saying that it, it's probably UFOs. That's really the only conclusion. Um, um 
so yes, uh, to to answer your question, based on what the government has been telling us is uh, going on, anytime we see something that happens in space now, people are instantly going to jump to, well, maybe it's UFOs, because that has been put out there now. And personally, I think it's a distraction. Um, I think it's a, I, I honestly don't really, uh, I, I don't think we've seen aliens here. I don't think we've seen UFOs, if you will, here in, in the sense of there's been some alien craft that's been here scouting Earth and we have. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think um, yeah. it, it's it's something that we've created. By the way, speaking of this, I had seen an article here recently that was talking about a triangular shaped craft inside of Area 51 hangar uh, and a hangar there. I heard something about that. Matching similar reports of what we've seen in these videos and stuff. So now the conspiracy theorists are saying, well, we have a UFO ship or an alien ship. N- no, it's the same thing as happened every other time. There's been a UFO sighting. And then 10 years later, 20 years later, oh, look at that. It was uh, the B-2 bomber or the F-117 or the F-35 or the F-22. I mean, every other time it's been some kind of drone, some kind of ship, some kind of aircraft that we've created and we're testing in secret. And then, so no, I, I don't, I don't think this is anything. I think this is a distraction. This is um, to, to kind of, I don't know, get people, people to look the other way, if you will, uh, at, at something else. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest with you, when you start getting into all this, this talk, I mean, I, I, I don't know, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I, I don't know. I think it's just something else to throw into the mix to just fuel people's suspicions, if you will. I, I don't know. That's just my take on it. We do live in interesting times. Anyway, all right, moving right along. GP, are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, I'm here. Do you, Do you like boats, GP? You're out there, and you're in California. Very much yeah, so. Sunny California. Are you are You into boats? Yeah. Yes, actually, I am. the uh, the Los Angeles Harbor, the the harbor you guys have out there. Apparently, that's one of the biggest in the world. Is that right? It's it's large. Yeah, yeah. San Pedro and all that. Los Angeles uh-huh. Harbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is a new boat out there that you might actually be interested in. Mm. It's an 82-foot amphibious catamaran, which crawls onto the shore like a crab. Mm. You don't sound interested. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking how horrible it would be in the ocean and how quickly those parts would rot, would, you know, rot off, or rust off. Well. Because salt no. water is really bad for metal. It is. It is. Yeah. They say, why anchor your super yacht off of that sugar white St. Tropas beach or Icelandic mm. ice flow? When you could crawl right up onto it, apparently they've come up with this uh, this new thing called uh, a, a pa- pagaris, which means it's a Latin word for crab, uh, from mm-hmm. the designers at the Italian studio Lazzarini. Lazzarini, sorry. The key is the amphibious capabilities of an 82 foot mini super yacht with a design of its twin hulls. Tucked away in its recesses are four 21 foot long steel cylinders, each featuring a helical spiral flange that looks like the thread of some giant screw. Pull up to a beach and with a touch of a button, all four cylinders drop down out of the hulls with each Mm -hmm. powered by their own 440 horsepower diesel engine. The screws turn, biting into the sand, dragging the catamaran onto land. So when you get there, you can drop your cyber truck from Elon Musk out of the middle of it Mm -hmm. and you can just drive off. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So they originally took the idea. I can't wait to get one. Yeah. Yeah. They, they took the idea from a, um, uh, from a, I bet it's very inexpensive, too. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I mean, it's pennies for you, though. Oh, I'm sure. He says that he took the idea from a uh, 
from these uh, military amphibious style vehicles, you know, watercraft and you know, things that they oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah. He produced a rendering with uh, camo paint and a rooftop cannon. But seeing a huge uptick in luxury yacht buyers looking to go off the grid with family and friends, he felt like a globe gridding private person with cabins for eight would have a, you know, an appeal to that. Of course, if you have a, uh, you know, the ability to, to crawl up onto the beach, then, you know, like I said, you can you can drop your four by four, your Tesla truck out of your Tesla cyber truck out of it. He says that we imagined it so it could be stowed on a platform between hulls and lowered down on winches to the ground. The same platform could be used to hold up a couple of electric Tesla cyber quad ATVs or snowmobiles. They're into the quad game now. They're, they're making cyber quads now. I did not know that. I didn't either. That's interesting. Here's the thing on this. So to get to those faraway destinations, right, this will come with a 900 horsepower Caterpillar diesel engine, and it will give it a top speed of 25 knots. Isn't that fast enough for a super yacht? 25 knots? It's freaking uh, yeah. fast. Yeah, on, on this thing. Yeah, you, you were worried about it, whether or not it was going to be fast or not, right? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's nice. That's quick. Here's the other thing. If you're worried about disturbing the uh, the underwater ecosystems... You know how you're always worried about disturbing water life and uh, disturbing habitats and all that stuff. You can actually take those uh, the, the screws that would walk you up onto the beach. You can actually lower those, and that will actually power the boat through the uh, the delicate sea life there so you don't disturb it, and it'll move you along at about five knots. To get one of these things, it's only going to cost you t- uh, $30 million. I mean, that's not too bad, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, $30 million. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. $30 million? Get, yeah, get, Hold on. Just get, give me a second here. Uh, yeah. Which pocket was that in? Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think I dropped it. Yeah. The, well, the top speed of this thing, GP, is, is 32 knots. That, that's pretty fast, mm-hmm. right? For, for a super Abs- yacht. That's very fast. It's crazy fast. It can be turned into a real for 80 can, for that big for that. You big can. Big. Yeah, you can have you can have one of these things for about 30 million. Can't wait to get one. The high sided hulls and low, uh, low carbon fiber superstructure with its distinctive slim semicircle glass echoing a crab's hard shell. The steel hull would be up to an inch thick with extra reinforcement around the bow for safe and effective ice crushing. So see, there you go. I can't wait to get it. That's just... There you go. That's my Christmas list. You're going to buy me one, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I was thinking about what to get you this year. I wasn't quite sure. But you can yeah, put we're not going to... His talking suffer. You know. GP, we're not going to have Christmas this year, right? Last year was the last Christmas. There was a Christmas last year? Because Yeah, because of COVID, right? It, I mean, it's, it's going to be so horrible. I knew there was the, a COVID, but I didn't know there was a Christmas. It's going to be so horrible oh. in the coming times. By the way, the UK, they're working... I think we got Ned on this afternoon. They're working on something in the UK right now. They're cooking something up because the cases are just out of control over there, you see. And they're, they're weighing an option right now to only allow the, the UK citizens to come out of their houses once a week because of COVID. Just once a week? Yes. Okay, this this isn't this is uh, already law, or they're working on trying to no, implement they're, they're, it. No, they're they're working on trying to implement it and justify it without the people skinning them alive. Wow. Yeah. Right. Hey, you leave the European Union, buddy. You got to pay the price. Spend the last little bit here on uh, this week in campus insanity. I love these. Right. I, I love these. We've been doing a lot of these lately because they're just so good. So these are going to be the top developments at the nation's 400 plus institutions of higher learning. Right. And I'm being very sarcastic when I say higher learning. The Emerson College activist demands that the student newspaper be defunded due to racism and ableism. What's ableism? Anybody? Uh, when you're able to do something and somebody's not, it's generally like ableism is uh, against the handicapped. 
Uh, okay, I, uh, I got you. Okay, student activists at Emerson College recently demanded that the school student newspaper be defunded, claiming it, that it is racist and ableist, and that its employees engage in discrimination. Uh, okay, they're writing a newspaper. What, what do you want? Uh, the next one: Tulane students demand fossil fuel divestment and minimum wage as part of COVID response. So Tulane University activists are demanding that the school divest from fossil fuels and establish a $15 an hour minimum wage as part of its response to the coronavirus pandemic. So now if you work on campus, you should be paid a $15 an hour minimum wage. GP, we talked before with you about the minimum wage and what that Mm -hmm. does to economies and how detrimental that is. Yeah, it is. As long as you keep raising the money, we're going to pay more for everything. And this is just a never ending vicious cycle. College agrees to reparations fund. To help pay for black students therapy and books, Bryn Mawr College, no idea, uh, agreed to student activist demands that a reparations fund be created for black and indigenous students to pay for affinity groups. The hell's an affinity group? Multicultural spaces, books, online courses, therapy and other financial needs beyond the scope of racial justice work. Okay, so let's let's start one at a time here. What's an affinity group? That's a good question. I, I really have no idea. That's a, that's a new one on me. That That is actually a new one that I have not heard. Let's see. Affinity group. Okay. It's kind of what I, what I was thinking. Exactly what affinity is. Basically, people that you share common interests, goals. Okay. So because you're only thinking the way that that group thinks, no one else can be allowed in to put forth an opposing idea. Yeah, basically, your affinity group could be like a chess club. For example, okay, that I would got you. technically be an affinity group. I got you. Okay. What is a multicultural space? A place, a multicultural place or space. That would be uh-huh. where all races, ethnicities, all that kind of stuff is allowed. It's proportionate. So it, it's uh, it's generally, I don't want to say it's anti-white, but it's... Yeah, it's, an, it, it's, it's anti Okay, so basically what it is, it's segregation. That's what it is. It's segregation. Well, it's not really segregation because it's not a this only or that only. It's just highly frowned upon if you were to enter that in your European, of, of European descent. Or look like, or uh-huh. even look like you're of European uh-huh. descent. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, all right. The, these people are insane. Number three. Oh, jeez. All right. Professors argue... That Georgia runoffs, right? The Georgia runoff between Kelly Loeffler and Purdue with uh, Ostoff and Warnock, right? They're mm-hmm. arguing that that runoff is racist. So two college professors told NPR that the Georgia runoff election system is racist. So you had a, a white dude, a white chick, another white dude, and a black dude all running against uh, uh, one another. And and it was coordinated on the Democrat side by Stacey Abrams, who is a black woman. Right. So because of that, it's it's uh, I, I don't I don't understand. I, I don't understand either. And, and so what? So because they they clearly stole it like they did with the general it like they did with the general election on, on the federal level. I mean, we looked at the uh, we looked at the statistics. We looked at the analysis. They did exactly the same thing. So what? Oh, no, because no. What? There, there was no voter fraud. See, no, all that. <laughs> yeah. Debunked. Disproven. Right. Baseless claims, no standing. Yeah, I, yeah. I got it. Right, right. All right. Uh, University of California. GP, where's the University of California? U- USC? You mean University yeah, where of Southern California? No, not USC. University of California. Don't know. I, I don't either. It just says a University of California. Okay. Oh, um, a University of California. See? Yeah. You got, you got a university. It could be, you know, Hogshead University of Merced. And that's it's a Merced. university. It, uh, it's Merced. Yeah, you're right. It's Merced. Okay. <laughs> really? Universe- it is. Yeah. Is that close to you? No, 
but it's <laughs> yeah, it's the one you picked. Yeah, all right. Okay, of the thousands of cities I could have picked as a joke, that's the one I picked because well, there's a joke in it. And yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, the people of Merced. Yeah, University of California, the actual University of Merced itself in California, University of California Merced denounces professors' anti-Semitic tweets. A University of California Merced professor is facing condemnation for a range of anti-Semitic tweets that praised violent terror groups, advocated for the destruction of Israel, and mocked the Holocaust. He will not be fired. So uh, I'm, I'm okay. Hold on. The professor is being condemned by the university for putting out anti-Semitic tweets, praising violent terror groups, advocating for the destruction of Israel and mock the Holocaust, he will not mm-hmm. be fired. But when someone yeah. makes fun of Stacey Abrams, who is a Little League football coach, they get fired. Well, it's because what the university is doing is virtue signaling. It's basically throwing breadcrumbs out. It's it's nothing. Whereas, no, I don't understand. Like people are being fired from their jobs because of something they posted on social media. But this guy gets a pass when he denies reality and history. Yes. Basically, they're not going to take any actions. But what he did is publicly viewed as uh, egregious and bad. So they have to stand up and say, well, this is bad, but we're not going to do anything about it. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's beyond insanity. That's just sick. Okay, new studies out. Here we go. Out of the Ohio State University, right? My my home state of Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Racism victims should drop acid and ecstasy to reduce trauma. (laughs) I'm not I'm not joking. Ohio State. Yeah, I, yeah. hear me out. An Ohio State University professor conducted a study that claims that psychedelics, including LSD, mushrooms, and ecstasy, could be used to treat those who suffer from racism-induced trauma. Yeah, so one of the side effects of at least one of those drugs is, um, uh, well, a loss of emotion and also overly emotional. I know ecstasy, one of the side effects of that one is uh, loss of attention. Yeah. Not being able to focus those kind of things over prolonged use. Uh, GP, your thoughts on that? Final thought? Just say no. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> the, That's the, my final thought. Just, just the, say uh, no. Okay, so the uh, the drugs, the anti-drug slogan of the 1980s. Gotcha. Just say no. All right. That's just that is that is just unbelievable. All right. Anyway, that was this week in campus insanity. All right, we're out of time today, unfortunately, but it's been an absolute pleasure sitting down with both of you this morning. We will be back later on this afternoon. Hopefully, we get you uh, later on this afternoon, GP. If you're not able to show up, I would completely understand. But uh, we are going to have to go. But thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning. 